Welcome to Found in Prague. Welcome back, everybody, to Found in Prague. I am Miranda, and I'm here with Mitchell, Sean, Alex, and Adri, and we're continuing part two of mental health. And yeah, we just wanted to touch a little bit more on just different experiences and our perspectives on mental health and and how that affects different people. And yeah, we just hope it's encouraging to you guys listening. I definitely agree with that is because the more my parents taught me about human character and who I was as a character itself of course we change over time character wise but knowing exactly who I am it in of course it's flawed I know it's flawed no, no system that characterizes you is perfect or even close to perfect but are you talking like personalities personalities, personalities characters your characteristics your about yourself yep. how you will behave in yep. certain situation yeah. how yeah. what's your tendencies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and my parents are psychologists who studied this we love that and um and the they were like subconsciously they explained things and from that perspective and you know be try to be reasonable and tell me about those things so that freed me a lot mm-hmm. because a lot of people when something happens and they react in this way and they're like I don't know why I reacted that way is always haunting them mm-hmm. and they are full of shame but if you know exactly why you did it and that sometimes you had no control over that situation because that circumstance made you do that thing you kind of have some freedom from that because you now can know that next time when that happens i will be able to be myself mm. more and more and more and then you build wisdom build confidence build strength to overcome your bad impulses mm-hmm. and then you like get better of course mm. but for me knowing that from a childhood really allowed my mental health to become so much stronger than i realized in many aspects was that um this uh even just myers break like 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 seriously those things are there for a reason why the school teaches it's like those like simple ways of some categorizing there's some wisdom from that (laughs) that has uh, a lot of flaws but like it allows people to um, be more themselves Mm. and be more understanding of how i can approach Mm. god approach other people in a very positive and ways that you are you Mm. and um, in that way i would you know just say that knowing who you are and knowing who god says you are and people say you are and having a right understanding of that 
from a right knowledge and right right wisdom is so empowering for your mental health. So like you should like people need to like really invest in those things and understand and find um, many different read many psychological characteristics of different like I I I do Enneagram. Uh, it's it became popular amongst this community at least a little Except bit. Except for Alex, not, not uh, Alex yeah. is a no He hates it? those things. So I no. knew it since I was a childhood. Oh, that's crazy! I found out about it like since I met uh, you guys. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but the thing is, I, I, my parents like grew up with it. Oh, oh no, they studied since college also. Mm. So like, it's it, it's like um, of course it, it it makes you judge people, but at the same time, you know how to uh, approach, <laughs> approach that person them, and yeah, exactly. not touch their mental health in a mm. negative way. Yeah, their boundaries. Exactly. Mm. So and so, I, just I don't know. Uh, be careful about those things but you know those things did open the uh, understanding of mental health for me Enneagram is solution of all your mental health problems <laughs> I did not you heard it here that. folks <laughs> that's it honestly though closing a- the podcast Amy and I so for those listening we used to have our lovely Amy who's no longer with us on the podcast but that's literally what we would do when we'd have we'd have our therapy sessions together and um you had therapy sessions together well they weren't official therapy oh, okay. sessions but like, like that's so cute we were each sitting other's in therapists a room, holding hands, sitting in a room holding crying, hands crying you know. yes yes all our monday meetings that were supposed to be about Aww. what we our work um was mostly us processing everything that was happening together and then 15 minutes in 15 minutes we like got done what we needed to get done but um what was i saying about that oh yeah a lot of our um, things were like talking about Enneagram and like, oh my gosh, this is probably why I did this and that. <laughs> this is my core value. And okay, like, how do I grow from this? And yeah, I love Enneagram. Um, I don't know if we, were you going to say something else off of that, Alex? Or I had a thought. I'm sure you have something about, to say about that. Uh, <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex you also things. your opinion about this. Seriously. It's not about Enneagrams, right? So it's, <laughs> yeah. we're talking mental Next health. Next podcast, mm-hmm. Enneagrams. <laughs> but I was just going to pop off what, what Adri had said earlier about the neural pathways and how, how crazy those are. I was just listening to a message um, uh, that a guy did about narrow pathways and how it's like if you took a block of cheese and a ball of hot metal and put the ball and it would just like you know burn straight through the cheese our thought process our thought patterns are like that in our brain and the the cheese the hole or the metal (laughs) (laughs) i'm not getting this analogy i don't understand this so many questions like the cheese like what which one which one's the mental (laughs) i I love cheese can can i be the cheese i want to be the cheese (laughs) that that really took me off guard all i can think of now is wallace and gromit with the cheese do you guys know wallace and gromit oh my word okay Okay, I'm sorry, I'm so the cheese analogy didn't work. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so if you had that cheese, right? And well, it's just She's it's just a hungry, substance. That's it. <laughs> no, okay, fine. A styrofoam 
ball. No, okay, but I don't understand the okay, analogy. Okay, but let me explain again. Okay, <laughs> okay so okay. then you you get a little ball that's metal, and you heat it up really, really hot. But which it's ones are your thoughts? going to burn through the uh-huh. cheese, right? Uh-huh. So your thoughts are like the hot metal ball. Oh, okay. they, you see, that's what I was They thinking. burrow a hole in your mental state, and the more that you think that thought the easier it is for you to think that thought. And he was talking about our brains and how we don't like to take even the smartest route or the creative route or we, our brains, our thought patterns, they will take the easiest route. And the one that you think on the most is, is the easiest. It's the biggest tunnel that you have created in your neural po- so pathways your mind is the cheese yeah. and the longer it's basically there, your the mind is swiss cheese, cheese. yeah that's what she was trying to yeah. convey and the longer yeah. your thought is that there the the harder the mm-hmm. cheese gets mm-hmm. and no. then you shouldn't eat it no. swiss, swiss cheese is the no. main thought here yes no yes. the cheese doesn't I, get hard well, no it does but it's swiss no, normal it's, cheese it's does swiss. oh you my know? gosh that, that just, makes it more powerful like the longer you exist thank you mitchell no less it changes no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, and okay, then the okay. holes, the, the existing holes are already no. existing. No, yes. Guys. But no, but it, you have to be able to change oh them back. Gosh. So. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Oh, my gosh. Food analogies have... don't go well okay, on our podcast at like 10 p.m. after YP. <laughs> so. Well, hopefully one of our listeners understands what I'm saying. I don't. Because Adri I, I do and Mitchell get it. I do get it. I just I I wanted to understand. Actually, that. I think I've, I've, I've heard a guy talking about Jeez. either similar <laughs> book. No, either similar book. But like the, the thought is basically... The, the thoughts that we have, they form the neur- neural pathways, mm-hmm. which we kind of use most often, right? So if, if your neural pathway is formed, it's really hard to break it, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's a constant process. Yeah. I hate to break the topic of spirit or mental Jeez. health, but yeah. no. <laughs> we moved away from spiritual a long time. But I feel like that's the way, that's the, the purpose of spiritual health is to, you know, change your paths and your neural whatever Mm -hmm. i feel like it opens bridges in in your mind or Mm -hmm. yeah i think it definitely can be part of the process for sure Mm -hmm. yeah because with god we can do anything (laughs) talking about food it was really interesting (laughs) i was um i was reading about mental health just quickly through the article which had the definition of it and um then there is like a paragraph which says early warning signs and the first sign, like the first, literally first sign, is eating or sleeping too much <laughs> or too little. <laughs> like nothing else, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, not having mental breakdowns or whatever, but like eating yeah. or sleeping too much or too little is the first mm-hmm. sign, <laughs> warning signs about your mental health. It's yeah. v- very interesting. Yeah. It's so oh, it's so closely tied. I mean, it's so, all of it. Well, it makes me think of too when we talked about burnout and Amy brought up the story of hold on, help me remember the guy, Elijah, Elisha, whichever one that got burnt out and had the angel literally come to him and say, you need to sleep. You need to eat. You're mentally burnt out right now. Like you just need to do that. And how so often we don't realize just something so simple could change our mental health, you know, or 
where we're at because I mean burnout is totally tied to mental health you know as well I think so yeah but I think it's uh, vice versa it's like um, the result of your mental health yeah being mentally unhealthy is you eating a lot or you eating too little not because you eat too little your mental yeah, health yeah, you yeah. know it's like opposite. yes well it's yeah not, it's, it's vice not, versa it's not because yeah. you're like oh no, no, i'm busy no. today i didn't eat so like yes. my mental yeah. health is bad right, it's right. like because your mental health but it is can bad. be yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, yeah it i think yeah vice versa vice versa i actually like realized because i battled with a binge eating disorder for a long time and uh, i realized now that i'm trying to I'm still battling with it, but not as strongly as before, is that I had to write it down because I kind of get to forget I mixed up. I don't eat when I'm stressed, but I eat so much when I'm anxious. And when I told that to, because one day I was at work and I didn't want to eat anything. I was like, Adri, are you okay? Like you always eat for lunch. And I'm like, no, I'm just, I don't want to eat anything. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm I'm stressed. And they're like, oh, but people normally eat when they're stressed. I'm like, no, I eat when I'm anxious. And so again, it goes back into knowing yourself and being like, okay, I'm anxious. So I'm, I'm eating this much. So I'm gonna kind of take a step back and stay away from the binging or I'm stressed. I maybe should eat an apple or something, you know? So yeah, back to, to that is and like knowing that your physical and mental health are always tied. So one of the things I did when I got burned out was go back to my old habits mm -hmm. which I knew was good but like a safe route yeah like I knew that going to church was good I knew that listening to the word of God was good I knew that it was important to just like not something like active that is not me but something that is passive mm. that i could do that was good i went back to those habits when i burned out mm, mentally yeah. and those things slowly but surely like like mitchell said restored the right pathway in my brain mm. to resetting my brain to actually reboot it to actually come back to the healthy state that it was before. It's interesting. You're using it opposite way that Miranda yeah, said. Yeah. You're yeah. using it like you're using your good pathways to restore mm -hmm. your mental health. What she yeah. was talking about was like opposite. Your oh. your bad Change. habits. Yeah, 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 but yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I that's never, why having yeah. good habits is important. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's very interesting. It's very, very mm. interesting. The yeah. second point here <laughs> is pulling away from people or usual activities after the food. So yeah. it's mm. basically whatever you said mm -hmm. right now. You you, yeah. you you did the opposite. You pulled you away basically back into the people and activities. So yeah. mm -hmm. that's what I feel like a lot of people who have like have bat who battled mental health continue to uh the reason why i feel like around me who have um bad mental health i'm not pointing out to anyone um, i don't have good health mental health sometimes <laughs> however i feel like this recovery system is so important when it comes to mental health because we are always going to get down mentally always it's never gonna stop until you die however that rebooting system 
make sure it's in the right place. Make sure it's something that is reliable, that is secure and bug-free. Always just need to like know where to go, what to do. So, but a, a lot of people who around me who have who fall into mental problems and continue to not able to reboot it because they don't have a good system mm. have fallen back down. They're like about to reboot and they're getting better and they like crash. Mm. Like a system with a ho- bad hard drive. Like it's a re- about to restore, it goes back and choo, like it dies again. I've seen that so many times. Mm. So only recommendation I ever give them be at the right place, re- right time. Go to church. Go to class. Please. During your college years, you're going to fall into depression if you don't show up to class. Just show up to class. Seriously. Just show it. Yeah, like, take so, the first step. Exactly. Just show up. Do it. Like, like Of course, it's like it's meme. Now it's just, <laughs> just do it. Just do it. But that is a recovery system that you need to drill in your head like the cheese seriously (laughs) yes yes because you can have the good yeah you can drill in the healthy pathways yeah do it while having good mental health health, yeah it's too late when you have bad mental (laughs) do it now when you have good health and good mental health and uh, you have time for it. it it's not it's not that you can never get out of it if you're stuck in a cycle mm-hmm. and it, you know, it feels it's harder because it's more work yeah. to get out of the pathway. It, it's easier to go in the one that you've always thought in or re- results to it or the one that you're struggling with. But it's not that you can never get out of it again. Um, or maybe it's something you've struggled with your whole life. There is hope to get out of it. It's just harder and it, it takes time and you have to have a lot of grace for yourself, I think, and have good people around you that can be part of the journey in your mental health. And I think just encouraging you and, you know, sometimes we, somebody recently just said to me, and I thought this was so good, like, you know, if you talk to yourself like you would a friend, like how much, how different is that versus sometimes how you talk to yourself? And so like what advice would you give to a friend or what encouragement would you give to a friend if they were struggling with these things, you know? And so even just thinking on that, sometimes I think it could help with creating those healthy pathways in your mind and mentally thinking through those things. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll just share this also really quick. Um, My dad, and I'm just sharing all my parents' stuff, so (laughs) hopefully they're okay with it. I think they are. Um, But my dad for just growing up he kind of had a a weird like upbringing and he struggled his entire life like the entire time he was my dad with thinking that he could get out of certain patterns that were instilled in him like from his parents and um, he just kind of thought he was worthless really and I just remember getting so annoyed as a kid, just being like, dad, like you're not like you have to stop believing that you have to start believing that, you know, you're not. And he was in this horrible mental state for so long and um, tied to spiritual health. <laughs> uh, he started 
I mean, it took years. I mean, I prayed for this for so many years, but he has now started creating new pathways in his brain. And to watch him go through that process of creating those new pathways of how he thinks about himself, about the world, about other people even, uh, it's just crazy how it's changed his mental health. And he has ups and downs, as everybody does sometimes in life. We we go through times where it's easier or harder. It's a roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> but I think just having the hope that you can overcome mental downs or lows, um, it's really encouraging. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're in it, it just doesn't feel like that or seem like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But just to know that, that you can and that it's possible, I think is huge. Yeah. I think also um, what Alex pointed out uh, about Sean's differences with Miranda's analogy is really shows how each of us takes mental health differently. And it depends a lot on your temperament, on your personality, on your upbringing and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, that that was pretty cool. If Amy was here, she would like, <laughs> always have different opinions about me. I love, I miss Amy. Oh my. Um, We're going to call Amy yeah, into the podcast. Definitely. What, what I feel like is the reason why my ideas a lot of times is feels controversial. I continue to realize is because I think of it from a recovery standpoint. Mm. I always think of everybody's in emer- right in, in an emergency situation. Like they need to abort ship. I think of everybody in that situation and myself. Like the Titanic. Exactly. <laughs> Therefore, when it comes to mental health, I think of everybody's in one day away from breaking down and becoming a joker. Seriously, I think of this way. Like. One bad day can break you mentally. And there are not that many people who can actually cover quickly. Mm-hmm. And that continuously makes me realize, oh, you're going to break down anytime soon. So the words I'm going to say about you or about mental health are all going to be from that perspective that you are already broken down. People No, like, don't hey, think that mental no. pathway. <laughs> However, that has some benefits, I realize, is that <laughs> you know what is really essential to you. What is really essential to you is what is going to make you stay alive mentally. Is that... Um, your family, your friends, and the message that you have in your head that is going to be the code that brings you back to life. And the key for you to uh, defeat that. And for me, like I realize that cannot come from this world mm-hmm. ever. Like that... That is not what the world teaches us. It teaches us, uh, they teach us to be um, the one who contributes to the society, contributes to others, contributes to yourself. But God never says any of those things. Mm -hmm. He says to be with him. Mm -hmm. That's all. So I really think that when we have mental um, reliability 
in this world that is unreliable. And we are about to break down any moment. That sounds like terrible to me. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like, like I, why I, are you so I don't negative? Think everyone's I about am a pretty break negative down. person, but <laughs> so I think that's why. I think, I think we all disagree. <laughs> I think there are people I know in my life who have a really strong foundation with God and I don't see them breaking down. Maybe that's just because I have some, you know, false pretense and think they're better than they actually are, but I don't think I think a lot of people who, you know, lack, for example, spiritual health or some, I don't know, any kind of, you know, they have a, believe wrong things, they have a likelihood of break, could break down at any moment, but I don't think everyone. But I, I totally agree that I think a huge factor in mental health is how you recover. I think mm. thinking about it now, I think that's a huge part because yeah, everyone's going to have the lows. Mm. So it's about getting back up again. And I think getting back up, you, you need hope that tomorrow will be better. Mm. And yeah, that thing, yeah, just things will be better in the future. When you don't have that, I mean, why would you get better? a bit more positive than <laughs> you are Sean because I I see everything as seasons and I know that every season's gonna end and yes like okay that season can like my good season can end right now it could end tomorrow it can end you know super quickly but I do always try to think that the good seasons are gonna last longer and mostly like for myself like I every time that I have like a bad moment I, now it's gotten a lot easier for me to get back up when i was younger it would last ages um, but with people that i know might not have the same the same spiritual strength or mental strength that i have developed which i'm not saying i'm super strong in any way but like you know that i've developed more and i'm more matured um i do try to to also be more positive towards them and be like oh you know it, it's not gonna last forever it's gonna be fine you know, there is every, an end to everything. 
And if they're in a really good place for them to actually enjoy the moment and not be like, oh, you know, you could break down at any moment. But it's like enjoy the the highs because I, I always see it as a roller coaster, like, you know, back and forth and back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I think we should have a few quotes today. First about the cheese and second about the roller coaster. Roller the life coaster. is a roller coaster. Just hop on and enjoy, you know. It's, it should be. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> 2021. And just picture yeah. your brain as Swiss cheese. It is not hardening. <laughs> it, it is hardening. Lord, no. no. No, like if it's hardening, we don't need that. Like <laughs> Anatomy, no. Um, uh. And then now, what do you guys think... Um, the people around you how do the people around you influence your mental state i just have to say that having people who are supportive is really important mm. however uh, i've realized that you don't need that many. Amen. Seriously. Yeah. We feel like we need many people to like continue to give us uh, a lot of support and a lot of prayer, a lot of this. But really, really s- someone who has really good message about you, who can share the right word of God, right image of yourself, who has the right perspective about you, I would say trust that person out of every everybody else. Like believe in that person, believe in God. Like and having the correct message is important and having the right person who can share that is important than having thousand friends. Seriously. It doesn't matter. Like it's just so important. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm thinking that I agree. <coughs> and I also not disagree, but I also but on addition to that, I think you it is good to know to not bring all your things to one person sometimes because that can be a lot for for just one person to handle. Um, and so maybe it's just like a few close people yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I agree. You don't need like the world. <laughs> um, but I think it's also important to think about to like, who are you sharing with and yeah, that not one person can handle all the parts of you as a person. I think sometimes people get stuck in thinking that like one person can handle every single thing that goes on inside of me. Like I need to find that one person. I think that can also be in a marriage too, where you think my spouse is going to deal with all these things. And, um, that's, that's a lot of pressure to put on people. And so I think seeing that there's other people and that God is in and working through different people and somebody might have a different perspective on something, on something, and give you really good counsel and and another person might have um, nothing to say on that area of your mental state or, you know, they might not understand that part. So I think also finding different people sometimes is helpful to go through those processes with um, 
So I agree with you, but I, I'm adding on to it. <laughs> I think it's also, it's not just a close person, but um, I think it's important to really figure out whether this person actually, like if they care about you, they'll most likely, you know, talk to you or whatever. But um, sometimes you talk with people and they don't actually care about your well-being. Mm. Like you'll tell them, for example, you, you got a new job and they won't be happy. They'll be jealous or whatever. And it's really important to talk to the to the right people that genuinely care about you. Yeah. I would say I agree on this part about like who exactly you trust. And sometimes it's not your best friend, but it it should be a more capable person to help you. So sometimes... Mm-hmm your closest friend is not the one who is actually capable to help because he doesn't have an experience that you need uh, or you're looking for Mm -hmm. so i think in that terms is it could be a mentor you know Mm -hmm. like a for example pastor in the church you know youth leader Mm -hmm. or um it it doesn't necessarily need needs to be a friend or like a close person because sometimes some of you said it's not you know or like a wife or a husband or you know, of course, be careful to who exactly you're yes, telling it. Absolutely. And like, you know, if it's you, it's not just to go share. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it, sometimes it, it just, sometimes it might be the better solution might be just the person who has a potential to help you. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I also think it's very important to ask the other person if they are okay receiving all of your information. Cause that's something yes. that I lack sometimes. Sometimes yes. I'm just like, mom, this and this and this happened. But I don't ask her like, are you in a good mental space for me to tell you all of this? Or is this going to make you worse? Or with my friends, like I have a group of friends that they're all in therapy. They were the ones who helped me like feel like therapy was fine to go to. And cause in my, in my culture, it's like, Oh, you're going to therapy. Are you okay? Are you, are you crazy? Um, but they were really encouraging. And when I tell them stuff, I, I tried to ask them like, how are you first? Like, are you mentally okay? Can I dump all of this on you and like help have you help me and stuff like that? Um, because they might not be ready to take all of that information and stuff like that. So I think that's a, a nice little thing to do sometimes. And Just check in with people. Of course, like w- one of the important things I would, I don't know if you can handle this, but I have done this on purpose in my life is to people go to people who are going to be honest mm-hmm. and straight on. Yes. And be hurtful in like the good way. way I mean, straightforward. It hurts because it's so true mm-hmm. that you need to hear it. Mm-hmm. I've, um, that's my sister. Love that. I go to her and she straight up says my (laughs) (laughs) lackings. Sounds like a straight on. And uh, of course, it doesn't look supportive from the outside, but it's (laughs) what I needed. (laughs) So basically the advice is go to the person that cares less about you. So they will talk. Tell tell you tell you the truth, like oh, and, no. you know, don't go care. to the person no, that I'm, loves you I'm the most, so they'll tell you the truth. Like, um, and I'm it is, uh, it's actually pretty like hard to find those people around you. I hope you find it, but yes. yeah, it is, find Sean's sister and just ask <laughs> me. 
She'll smack you. I think something else that I also think is pretty important in mental health is this difference between transparency and vulnerability. I think a lot of people can walk around being transparent. So they might tell you where they're at mentally. They might express what's going on. But I think that healing starts not in a place of transparency. That's just telling you where I am. But a place of vulnerability is when you find that person that you do trust and can actually share with them where you are mentally, not just from a factual point of view, (laughs) but and I, I don't even know, but it, it, you know, vulnerability, it means that you're opening something where you could potentially get hurt. And I think that um, a lot of people walk around and don't know how to do that. To be honest, for years, I was super transparent with like way too many people, <laughs> way too many people, um, extrovert problems. But I wasn't ever vulnerable I was, I had my walls up and I still do to this day. Like it's still, I have to remind myself sometimes like with people that I know care about me and like that I know I can trust with different things. Um, But yeah, I think that that's a really important aspect as well when talking about mental health. It's one thing to be transparent, but it's a, a whole nother deal to be vulnerable. And I think it's really important to be vulnerable with the right people in order to keep your health, mental health, healthy, to, to stay in a healthy place if you're, if you are there, or if you're needing help to get into a healthy mental place to do that as well. I had never thought about it like that, but it makes so much sense. Right. And I feel like when you're vulnerable, like if you're transparent, yes, you're telling them, but if you're vulnerable, you're open to changing how you're yes. feeling. And I see that like the first therapy session I had, I just told my therapist everything, but I still had up some walls because yeah. I didn't know who she was. And then a, the I think next a lot session, of people learn yeah. to be transparent because it sometimes you have Part to. Of it, yeah. And then the second session, I was like crying my eyes out, my family, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, that's that's really interesting. I never thought about it like that. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that I would say on top of that is that it's just ask people to say the right things what like meaning okay this is uh, i'm going straight on without context of course but what i do is i say things that i know the exact response will be what is like i have this problem i'm i'm going through this thing and i all this thing and people will say things that are advices and are like prayers that are exactly uh, kind of like what I kn- knew. Like a confirmation. Like, but I need to hear it. So you mm. go to the people. Sorry, let me just see if I'm understanding. So you, if you have a situation mentally or whatever, and uh, you think you know the solution to getting where you need to go, but you're too stubborn to do it to do it yourself so you talk to somebody who you think will tell you the answer that you already know you need to do mm-hmm. is that what you're saying and, I, and mm-hmm. continuously like there's this uh, like hearing the right 
like hearing the words that you really need continuously it, it, it's like prayer i think that's w- one of the important things about prayer is that uh, find someone who will pray for you the things that you obviously can deal by yourself obviously can do it by yourself and uh have the answers and have the strength to overcome it however it is important to uh share that prayer so that that takes into place by confession by words by action I, I, am i getting it to you guys I know the Bible does say to confess your sins, but that's, no, no, as long that's as, not what I'm as saying. As I got. I'm just saying, like, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think maybe I vaguely understand, but I think I kind of understand in a bit different way. I, I think what I, what I heard is sometimes you need to go through something yourself, but you just need someone to allow you to go through it. I, I, it might be to very, very. Like, uh, you know, like if you do some mistakes, if somebody tells you, you know, don't do it, you go and do it. But when you do it yourself, you know what was wrong and then you are. Yeah. So you're saying the flip side of what Sean was saying. (laughs) No, no. I think he imposed like very. Oh, see, I thought he was saying the opposite of what you just said. Okay. Well, I feel like you're saying like have good counsel. Counsel that you, that... (laughs) <laughs> no, okay. no, I think he's, he's I mean, something else. You're on your else. own wave, man. So it's just like find uh, people who you will pray that will continuously chastise you in a right way that is always saying the right things. Um, who are, ah, okay. I'm, <laughs> this is difficult. I know. Can Maybe, we get an example? Like, like for example, please, an example. For those like li- real listening. life. For We're example, for me, I, I have a, I overworked myself into a back problem. Yes, we all know that for you. And people can see it. Uh, people know it. Mm-hmm. However, during prayer requests, I say it. And at that moment, everybody is saying, Sean, you should stop working. <laughs> Work less. And all tell me this, like, instead, like, you should prioritize your body. You should prioritize, like, exercising. You should tell the boss that you can't work as much. And those are things you already know you have to do. But I couldn't say it myself. Uh, Okay, yeah. It's like what Miranda was saying, like, talk to yourself the way your friends would talk to you. Exactly. But Uh I would never say that out loud myself. (laughs) Yes. I will never say that out loud. But people, uh, because I allowed... Uh, I said that on purpose, mm-hmm. even though it was obvious that I had a back, pro- back problem, and it was like I was waiting, bra- like a waste the uh, brace thing. Basically, brace thing. you want someone else to tell you what, what you to need do. to do. Yeah, and so <laughs> like that is another good tactic to use the people who are caring about you and hearing it from them. Uh, so allowing yourself to be vulnerable and hearing that that obvious thing. That is so obvious that you don't want to hear it. I recommend you hear it. You see, we're two very different people. And this is where like the differences come. Because when my mom told me, Andrew, you need to go get braces again because you, you know, you're going to mess up your teeth again. I was like, no, I don't want to go to the dentist because I don't want you telling me what to do. That so, me. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm like, um, mom, so 
like it's uh, like i've had to mature and be like okay she's saying it because i actually do so i'm she's gonna saying it from know, a hot place yeah i'm gonna that call the dentist probably do this but yeah. i call the dentist with like the worst heart ever like hello yes i need dentals <laughs> like help <laughs> like yeah my mom just, said like, i want <laughs> yes my mom said i need braces again and i need to pay them myself this time <laughs> um so yeah i'm we're, doing a, a peace sign through the the wave length. the wave the waves as in like i feel that so hard <sighs> girl same <laughs> so yeah i think we're two very different people yeah we're different <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> anyways do you have anything else to add what it's, was the last thought though because sometimes we stop on like mm -hmm. weird last mm -hmm. thoughts and mm -hmm. i don't want to have a weird last thought yeah. what was our last thought either uh, go and find someone who will <laughs> tell you what to do or not don't go and don't find someone else so depending on what person you are yeah know yourself life is a Learn. roller coaster uh, yep. hop on and enjoy the ride and your, your brain is a swiss cheese a neural pathway um, that is yeah. strong <laughs> And you or can overcome anything. Or cheese or metal ball that is hot. This is the wrap up of this episode. Uncover <laughs> the lies. What? <laughs> That's the new one from Mitchell. <laughs> it roped it all I'm together. I'm just tired, you guys. With a nice little bow. All right, guys. Well, we hope that um, you got something useful from this, whether it was our weird analogies or the definition of mental health um, from Google. But um, yeah, please, if you are struggling with mental health, we just want to encourage anybody listening to get help professionally. Um, We're always open to uh, anybody who wants to chat with us or message us or anything like that. So we hope this is encouraging for you guys and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Found in Prague. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Follow us on social media at Youth Praha. Join us next time. <laughs> <laughs>